So the big question is, how do health experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place. Whether you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, or nutrition coach, this is for you. My name is Dr. Javier Carlin, and welcome to The Practice Revolution. We are a movement that is revolutionizing the way private practices are built so you can practice on your terms. Join us and follow along as we learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that we're using to grow our own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. All right. Hello, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Facebook group, uh, Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches. My name is Marissa, and I am one of the co-founders of this group, along with Javier. And we are here providing live trainings. We're either doing trainings ourselves or bringing in awesome guest speakers like we have tonight. Um, and so I'd love to know, for you guys that are hopping on live right now, is this your first time live with us? Let me know. Uh, or have you been watching us and watching our content for some time? Sweet. So tonight we are talking all about EMRs and one very special EMR in particular. We're talking about Calyx. All right. So I'm curious for those of you guys uh, who are dietitians and nutrition coaches, which should be all of you in this group. How many of you guys are currently using an EMR? There's a lot of different EMR platforms out there. So how many of you guys are currently using an EMR? And I'd also love to know how many of you guys are actively looking for an EMR, maybe something to help you streamline some of your processes in your business, right? Streamlining maybe your coaching, your billing, your documentation, right? We have a very special guest. We got Marielle. Marielle is a registered dietitian and also the customer success specialist at Calix. And in a second, I'm going to pass it over to Marielle, and she is going to be doing a demo of Calix. Um, and she'll tell you all about it, all of its awesome features. And um, we'll also leave some time um, in the middle of the presentation and also at the end for a little bit of Q&A. So as you guys are watching the demo, don't be shy. Put your questions down below because Marielle will be able to answer um, all your questions. Awesome. Awesome, Marielle. Well, I'm going to pass it over to you and let you do your thing. Thank you, Marisa. Thank you for having me. Um, so like she said, I'm a registered dietitian and I've been with Calix now after... Um, trainer, customer success specialist, like a really long word, but um, yeah, I do their training and I also help um, answer some of the support tickets that come through when pay, um, our users have any questions or technical issues. Um, I also use it for my private practice. So you get the perspective of me as an employee of the company, but also as a user uh, myself. So I think it, I'm kind of like in a unique spot where I can just give you, you know, pretty you know, this is not a sales call. It's basically whenever you work with me, you're not getting sold on anything. You're just basically seeing how things work. And then you can ask me how it works in my practice. And I'll give you real life examples because that's, you know, how, um, how I like to do it. 
So Calyx has been around for, I think, about 10 years. We, I think we celebrated our 10th anniversary a couple of months ago, I believe. And it was designed by a registered dietitian and her husband, who is um, a developer. And so they've been working for a long time, getting things ready and listening to what the dietitians have to say and what kind of things we need to make our practice, uh, our private practice easier and better and more effective. So that you're basically spending more time with your clients versus um, spending time documenting and having things in your house and, you know, things that are not HIPAA compliant, having filing cabinets. Nobody wants to have any of that anymore. So now you have an EMR where you can have everything in just one spot. And the nice thing about Calyx is that it's not, um, it's not a software. It is something that it lives in the cloud. So you can access it from any device as long as you have Wi-Fi. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you um, kind of like a suggested workflow. And Calyx can be used in all kinds of different ways, depending on the nature of your business and the clients that you like to work with. But what I'm going to show you is kind of like a suggested um, workflow. And I'm going to show you a little bit of what the patient will see or the client. And I'm sorry if I go between patient and clients, because some people call them clients. And then I also work in the hospital. They're their patients. So sometimes I'm just confused which one I'm going to use. So do not get offended if you do not call your clients patients. Um, it's just hard for me to sometimes keep it together with those words. So you will be seeing it from the perspective of the client, what they actually see, and then as, then we'll go back into being a clinician. So I'm going to start sharing my screen. Okay, so you can see here it's the home page or the calendar is the appointment section. It is pretty much where you live. You will you can create appointments by taking a phone call and creating an appointment right off from the calendar, or you can also utilize the online widget. The online widget is something that you can embed in a website if you want, if you have a website, that way clients can book their own appointments online, or you can actually send them a link. And then that, um, you know, if you don't have a website, that's fine. You can just send them a link and they can also book online and it will go into the cal um, Calyx calendar. So we're going to pretend that we are taking a phone call, let's say it was a discovery call or something, and we're going to book this client. So we are going to double click on the appointment slot. We're going to choose which clinician because maybe it is you alone, but maybe you have um, other coworkers um, or colleagues that work in your clinic. You're going to select what appointment you want to offer them. You have the opportunity to create as many appointment types as you would like to offer. Some can be in person, some can be virtual or can be both. Some can be on the phone. So you create them and assign them to the location based on what works for you. So we're going to select the telehealth one. The next thing I can do is I can actually be talking to the client and asking them for their information. So we're going to say with Marisa, making this appointment. And I'm just going to put a little bit of detail just so that we have enough information for this appointment. And then we just need at least an email or it can be a phone number if they prefer to be texted for their reminders. And then you just save it. And that created the basics of your um, client's profile. You can also put notes here. Let's say they are bringing their spouse. 
And then if you are satisfied with this, you click save. It's going to ask you if this is the right date and time, and then you can confirm. And now you can see the appointment um, down on your calendar, and it has that little note that says that the, patient, the client is bringing the spouse. So the next thing that's going to happen is if you want, you can set it up so that they automatically get the forms that you would like them to fill out prior to the appointment. This is completely optional. Some dietitians or coaches like to send them manually and some like to send them automatically. So we're going to go now be a client. So we're going to come to our email and we're going to take a look at what that confirmation looks like. So the first thing that they'll see is that um, the information for their um, appointment date and time, and you, they can actually add it to their calendar. Then they're going to see their appointment confirmation and you can customize what your messages say. Um, so this will be customizable as well. You can add your logo up here if you wanted to. They pay, um, clients can actually confirm and cancel appointments or you can choose not to have either one of those buttons. So. As you can see, there's a lot of things that are optional that you can just manage yourself and decide what you want and what you don't want to have. The next thing is going to be shared documents. So if you set it up so that they get automatic documents, they're going to be able to access them by clicking on the link and entering the code. Uh, the emailing and SMS or text system through Calix is completely HIPAA compliant. All the messages are encrypted and securely um, sent and received, so you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, so you're not having to use, you know, Google emails or any other email that could be unprotected. The next thing that shows up is actually the meeting details. If it was a telehealth one, it will show the link and the code so that they can access the session. If it was an in-person one, it will show the address. So now the client is ready to move on to filling out your documentation. They're gonna copy that code, click on the link, paste that code, and they can do all of this on any device. So they do not have to do it on a computer. It can be on their phone, it can be at a tablet. It works on all um, mobile devices as well. So typically we're going to send them our practice policies. We may want to have authorization to release medical records and probably an intake form. But this is up to you what kind of forms you want to have them um, fill out. So this client already filled out um, some of them. That's why they have check marks. Um, our policies are basically very generic and you might want to have a lawyer look at them if you um, decide to work with us so that you can have everything covered on there, but they are very basic and they pretty much cover most of the things that you need. And these are templates that are also very customizable. So you can just edit each area individually so that you can change the verbiage so that it matches what uh, is pertinent to your practice. So in the practice policies in particular, they'll agree to using electronic signatures and electronic documents. You will include your cancellation policy, inform to do telehealth consultations if that's something that you offer, your financial policy. They can also upload information about their insurance if you bill insurance. They can upload pictures of their cards or they can manually input the information about their insurance. If you want them to include an ID, they can upload a picture of their um, driver's license or password, enter their mailing address, 
you can gather a signature to have on file. They can also give you authorizations to save their credit card and build them after the session or before the session, however you decide to do that process. They can also open and download the HIPAA privacy policies, read them and agree to them, give you a consent to treat, sign one more time and add the information about the credit card and decide if they want you to have it on file. Once they have completed the form, they can click submit. Now, these forms can look very daunting and very extensive. So if your client does not finish it all at once, it's okay because they auto-save. They can just click log out and then come back later to that email, access them again, and they can take go um, pick up where they left off. Um, our, so these are just some of the examples. All right. So we're going to log out like if we were the patient and we have finished. And now we're going to go back to um, being the clinician. So one thing I like to do is go through my calendar to set everything up, all of my um, information. If I want to create any notes, if I want to create bills or tasks or new appointments, I like doing them from my calendar because it keeps everything tied up to that same appointment. So we're going to use this client in particular. And now the patient is here, we're going to change them to attended. If they had confirmed through that message, then that um, appointment would have changed to a different color. I'm gonna save it because I changed the, um, the status of the appointment. And so now you can see that they look green whenever a client has attended the session. I can open it up again. And now I'm going to go to new and I'm going to start documenting. So I'm going to create my first note and I'm gonna utilize an uh, initial ADIME chart note. It seems to be the most popular one um, lately, but you can create your own type of notes. They do not have to follow any particular um, pattern or you know, look a certain way. This is your business and you document the way that you want to document. But a lot of people like to follow the nutrition care process. So we have some of those initial ADAM chart notes available. And we have things for pediatrics, for different um, diseases, for different ages. So there are about 192 templates that you can choose from, and they're all customizable as well. So the next thing we're going to do now is, uh, let's say the client didn't arrive at the right time. It was a 12.30 appointment, but I want to be documenting exactly what time I started. I can change it there, or I could use the little clock. Um, prior to the appointment, I probably set up my, my client to have their ICD-10 codes that I'm going to be using for billing. So they're gonna auto-populate here. The intake form um, that this client filled out in particular had a, um, a food log for a couple of days. So this client filled out some of these. Now they are populating into my note. So what this shows you is that instead of having to open that document, the intake form, and having to look at it and then document, you don't have to because a lot of the information is going to feed into your note and automatically show up there, saving you a lot more time from document when you're documenting. If they didn't fill out the next portion of it, then it's not going to be, it's going to just show up empty. So anything that they filled out will show up. Anything that they didn't will not show up. So you can just ask them during your conversation with them and complete that section. 
So these are just some of the um, things that came from the intake form, allergies, intolerances, likes, dislikes, eating out, things of that nature, barriers to accessing food. And a lot of these things, you know, if these are not questions that you usually ask, then you can just create your own. You have a table here for them to document their medications and supplement use. So it's now out of populating from that intake form into your note. And here you can start assessing readiness to change for this client, um, how receptive they were to education, how they understood it, and your expected level of compliance. Any other notes that you might want to type in. Physical activity, they documented that in their intake form, so that's already there. And then if they enter the anthropometric measures, they will show up here and Calix will automatically calculate the BMI and give you the classification of the BMI for that patient or client. Um, the labs is something that we have to manually input because they're either going to upload a picture in their intake form or upload a copy of their labs. And Calix cannot just read a document and input information. It will just have to be manual. Um, these are other information that came from the intake form as well, GI-related symptoms. You can add more to this if, you, if, this, if there's more that you like to inquire about or remove some. Personal history, more health history. So instead of having to ask all these questions, they already come to you already filled out. So now we're here in the comparative standards section and Calix calculates um, all of the estimated needs for you. It's going to also calculate the ideal body weight and you can choose different um, equations for it. It calculates energy needs. It will use the REE and then you can choose other um, equations or formulas for it. You can add activity factors and also stress and injury factors. And you can decide what weight you want to use for the calculations. You also can change this to be manual if you like to do this manually. It's calculating your calories, your protein, the carbs, fiber, fat, and fluids. The next portion would be your nutrition diagnosis. We have an extensive list of nutrition diagnoses that you can choose from. So we're going to... Just fill this out real quick. And again, if you don't utilize nutrition diagnosis in your private practice, you can eliminate this section completely. The next portion will be your nutrition prescription, foods to emphasize, let's say veggies. Interventions, we have a list of different interventions that you could have given this person. Nutrition counseling that you have that you utilize, let's say it was motivational interviewing. And then you can here list all of your education materials that you provided. This section, you can enter um, short-term dietary goals for them. So let's say walk 10 minutes. And I'm just entering just a little bit of information so I can show you how this transfers into other notes. We also integrate with Fullscript. So if you create a recommendation from Fullscript for them to look at, it's going to incorporate it into your notes. And then the, the patient can actually just click the order now button when you share your notes with them and order from there. 
Here is the monitoring and evaluation. Let's give them an appointment. Put an intake criteria, another criteria that you might want to fill out, and then you can sign your note. So now you have finished your note. And if you notice, there is not a lot that you have to be typing. Now, I know a lot of us like to be, you know, just taking notes as the client is talking to us. So there are spaces in there that you can um, do that, or you can create your own section where you can do narratives as well. And the nice thing is that they will auto-populate into your follow-up notes. So you don't have to be going back to your initial note each time to see what you talked about the last time. So we're going to click save. And then the next thing that we um, have as the workflow would be going back to that appointment and now creating a document for the patient. You can share your note if you like, but if you like to just create a goal summary for them, then you can do that as well because we have a template for it. So now you can see that the goals that you documented on your note are already there, so you don't have to fill this out again. If you had filled this out in your note, it will be filled out as well. The next appointment here does not work very well because you really have to actually create an appointment in a calendar for it to show. So that's why it's not showing here. If you recommend the supplements, they will be incorporated there. And then here you can attach any type of handout that you would like them to review. You have the choice to upload the, um, all of your education materials and handouts into Calix, or you can just leave them living in your computer. The benefit to doing them in adding them to Calix is if your computer is not available and maybe you're on your phone and you have to leave that appointment really quickly, maybe pick up your kids or something, and you forgot that you have to send this to your client, you can just do it from any device because you have the education materials already in your Calix but it's not necessary. You can also access them from your computer. So we're gonna send them this vegetable soup recipe and we are going to save it. So now that this document is ready, I can click share and send it via text or um, email. I'm going to show you a preview of what the patient gets. They get an email or a text saying, oh, your um, um, action plan is available. Click the link and access it with the code. And now they can read what your goals are what your action plan was. They can click on order now and order the supplements if you recommended any, and they can um, download and save or print the handouts that you sent them. They can also click print and print the entire um, goal summary that you sent. Lastly, on the documentation, we'll be going back to my calendar. And if you like to share notes with a physician, you can do that as well. Click new and go to document. And now we're going to find one for the doctor. So there's an initial doctor's note. And this one is just basically an abbreviated version of your note. Instead of sending them that extensive note that we know the physician is probably not going to read, we send them just what they need to read, which is the anthropometric measurements, if they had any allergies or intolerances, if you want to share how much physical activity they said they do, your nutrition diagnosis, if you do that, there's the goals. It tells them how ready they were to change and their receptiveness, when you're gonna see them again, and you can sign it. You can save it and then you can fax it or you can email it. So 
So then you can decide. So if I want to send it to their provider, I can either do it via email or I can change it to fax. It will automatically add the fax cover sheet and just click send. So this is the part where I take a little break for me to breathe and drink something and for you to ask any questions regarding documentation, because then we're going to go into the billing part of this. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Marielle, for that first half. Um, we actually have two questions. Um, so the first one, they're actually both from Jennifer. So Jennifer asks, if you create your own note, will all the information still flow into it? Yes, because you are going to be trained on how to do customized um, custom elements. If anything that's fillable that you want to copy over from note to note needs to be created as a custom element. And the template has a lot of them already done. You can either edit them and put what you like, or you can create your own custom elements and add them to your notes. And as long as they have copy from last time in each note, they will continue to transfer over and over into all of your follow-up notes, into the goal summary or the doctor's note, wherever it is that you want that information to pop in automatically again. Perfect. Awesome. And then the second question is also from Jennifer. She asks, do we make money from their supplement purchases? So that's a really good question. You have two options when you set up your full script um, account. You can choose to leave it the way it is and you don't get anything. They'll just simply purchase from there or you can set it up as a business and then you can actually do um, discounts and you can also increase the price so that you can get a little bit of income from it. Perfect. We also have a question from Beck. Um, she says, are the text messages from your number, wait, are the text messages coming from your number or a number provided by Calix? So there are um, two choices. You can, you can purchase a dedicated number for fax and for text. If you want to like put it on your, uh, on, not on your credit card, on your business cards, then you can um, purchase a dedicated number. I think it's like $3 a month. And then you pay, you buy credits so that you can send text messages. And you will pay about six cents per text message, depending on how much text you're including in them. Uh, but most of them are going to be about six cents. Um, if you do not feel like, having a dedicated number because maybe you don't need it, then Calix has pool numbers that it will pull from and send the message from there. The only thing is that they usually are not going to be able to grab that number, save it on their phone and always message you on that number because it's not really yours. But yes, they could receive messages from a Calix number that's not your own. Hey, hope you're enjoying this episode. Wanted to let you know if you're not a part of our Facebook group already, we have a strong community called Business Growth Secrets for dietitians and nutrition coaches that you're going to want to be a part of. Every single week, we have a live training on the topics that are most important to you in growing your practice. So if you want to have more freedom, if you want to have more flexibility and build a lifestyle that you enjoy, make sure to join the Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches Facebook group. Go ahead and search it. You'll find it. It'll be at the top of the list. Join it. Enjoy. And now back to the show. 
Awesome. Awesome. So we don't have any other questions right now. Uh, if you guys are watching and you think of another question or you guys are watching the replay, please comment it down below. Marielle's in the group, so she'd be more than happy to just pop in and answer the question. Um, but so far, so far, I'm loving it. I've been taking a lot of notes. Um, everything so far seems very, very self-explanatory, very easy to use on the clinician side, but also for the client or for the patient. Um, I absolutely love how there are so many different templates to choose from, like nearly 200 of them. They're all customizable. I'm loving the, the, um, the fact that things populate from note to note. That's so, so helpful. And that even the estimated nutrient needs are calculated makes it so easy. I'm telling you, most of my notes take me maybe five minutes. And when I'm, because I only do virtual, you can actually document and have your virtual call going at the same time. And they do not, unless you're sharing your screen, the client doesn't see that you're navigating. So I'm just typing as I'm talking to them. And, you know, I, a lot of people say, oh, well, I don't like doing that because it looks like I'm not paying attention. Um, I've actually managed to just, use it as kind of like motivational interviewing where I'm reflecting back what they said. And then I just tell them, you know, I'm, I'm just going to talk, you know, take a note on this. Is this what we just agreed or is this what you actually meant? And it gives me a little time to also process books. You know, I can't remember everything they're saying and I can just type and type and type. And I want it to continue to be a conversation. So I, I feel like I include them in the part of it that so they don't feel like I'm just typing and ignoring them like you know when you go to the doctor and they are just not even looking at you because they're just typing away so yeah. I've managed to kind of made it make it a conversation so that they see that I, I just want to make this important note about what you just said I want to make sure that I got it correctly and you'll have your own you know your own words of how how to make it sound like you know they're they're being part of it we're not I'm ignoring you here Definitely, definitely. We actually got one more question that just came in. Um, the question is, is there a messaging platform for patients with us? No, and this is um, what I was going to go into now, because a lot of people ask me if we have a portal. And we are not a portal, we are just an, an EMR. So you will communicate with them via text or via email. They can reply to all of your messages in the emails and they can reply to messages if you have your dedicated number as well. Um, but they are not going to be able to just log into a portal, create a username and password and access everything that you have for them. Um, that's just not the type of platform this is. So if that is something that you really need, then this may not be the platform for you. Um, but I always ask my clinicians when they're doing a demo is ask Think about your population that you serve. Are these people that are going to want to come back into their portal and look for their lab work or look for a, a report that you created or look for anything else? Or would they be okay just accessing it from an email and saving them to their computer or saving them to their phone? Um, like my clients, they don't really, they're never going to come back because they hardly ever even find the, the link when I send it to them. So I know they're not going to come back and look for stuff. And even myself, I never remember my own username and password. So I don't think I've ever accessed the portal for my own physician. So, you know, it depends on the population. If you really think they need to be coming back and accessing information, then you will need a different platform. If they don't, then this one should be enough. Makes sense. Awesome. So no more questions um, at the moment. 
Okay, awesome. So now we are going to bill this patient. So I'm going to do two different bills. I'm going to bill a cash paying patient, and then I'm going to create an insurance claim for a pay, um, insurance patient or a client. Jesus, I cannot get this right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go back to the uh, appointment. And now we're going to create a new, but a new bill instead. So I want to invoice this client. We have already templates for invoices, for super bills, and for the insurance claim. And then you can create your own. For example, I have membership um, templates and I have other, like this one was for like an occupational therapist, because if you decide to have a business where you have multiple disciplines, then you can create different templates for each one of them as well. So we're going to do an invoice. And it already has which client is going to be and which appointment we're billing for because we did it from the calendar. Otherwise, if we don't, if we do it from the patient's chart, then we will have to find which appointment we're billing for. So we simply click start bill. It already has the information on the client, your information, location of the service, your billing address, and what you're billing for. You can create different bill items for all of the CPT codes that you bill for, or it could be for packages or books or recipes or menus. Whatever it is that you sell will be created as a bill item. And you can add multiple ones to that invoice. And now you will just save. And if the client gave you permission to use the credit card and you have it in fi on file, you just simply come to the payment section, click new, and you will just click credit card, charge the credit card. And if it was safe to file, it would already be filled out. And all I do is click pay now. If I charge them with a different uh, method, let's say that I like them to sell because I am trying to avoid credit card processing fees and they're just transferring me money, I just simply click new and I enter a manual payment. And then I'll say that they did an electronic transfer and save. Once I do that, it shows me that it was a successful payment and it will automatically close the bill for me. Now I can just click share and send it, send that receipt to my client. It's gonna show that they already paid and there's the receipt so that they can download it and save it. Um, the same thing with the super bill. If they ask you for a super bill, it's going to look very similar to this. It'll have what you build them for, the CPT codes. It will also include the ICD-10 code because that's needed for a super bill. And then it will show how much they paid. Okay, so we're going to close this. Um, now I'm going to create a, an insurance claim. So I'm going to go back to the calendar. So let's pretend that this was not a cash paying client that we're billing their insurance first. We'll click new bill. And this time we will choose the insurance claim template. So now because it is an insurance claim is adding the diagnosis that I'm billing for, which physician they are um, related to or that they um, got a referral from. You do not need to have referrals here. If they don't have referral and the insurance does not need it, this can stay blank. I'm going to start the bill. 
And it's going to look pretty much the same, except that this time is going to incorporate the insurance information from what the patient added in their intake form, or maybe they showed them to you and you uploaded them when they came in person to the office. So it pulls that information from their record. If there was a referring provider, it will pull that information, your information, where it was held, the billing information. Here is the ICD-10 codes and any bill item with the CPT codes that you have used. And now you save it. We utilize Office Ally as the clearing house. If you are not familiar with Office Ally, that is basically the middleman. You send the claims there and they distribute them among all of your insurance that you are contracted with. Then they receive the explanation of benefit. And now um, it will come back into Calix and feed it to the bill. And then the bill will either close or stay open depending on if the patient or client had any responsibility left after you got paid. Or if it was denied, it will come that way as well and then leave the bill open for you to make a decision on that. So now that I have created that uh, insurance claim, it's going to set it as a ready to batch status. I can come here and click on new batch. And it's going to show all of the bills that I have created either during the day, the week, the month, depending on how often you do your billing. They're all will be sitting here. You're going to create a, a batch, which is basically a file that's going to have all of them in one place so that Office Ally can read them. Before, we had to like download a file and then go to Office Ally and upload the file. This week, we pushed this um, update, and now we just simply click the button. If there are any errors, it's going to tell you that there's an error. So you have a chance to go fix that claim or you can just send it through. Like mine doesn't have an NPI number. The validation problem here is that the NPI is incorrect because I don't really have a real NPI here. It's a fake one. So I'm going to click send and then send if everything was okay. And then now it's going to let me know that it was sent to Office Ally. And all I have to do is just wait for the employee um, ERAs or the um, explanation of benefits to come back so that I can continue to finish my um, billing. If I wanted to see what that CMS 1500 looked like, I can actually download it. And I can see how it filled it out and make sure that everything is going in correctly. So at the beginning, you might want to be doing this because you're not completely sure if everything is filling out properly or if it's pulling the right information for you. But once you've done it a few times and you don't, no longer need to download that CMS 1500, you can be sure that it is sending the correct information to the insurances. And that's pretty much it. That is the process. Questions, comments? Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. If you guys have any questions about Calyx, um, anything that we covered earlier in this presentation, anything that Marielle just covered with the billing side of things, please, please drop your questions down below. Uh, might as well get them answered right now while, while we have the expert with us. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Jennifer says, I know every insurance is different, but what if they require a note? How will we know and be able to send that? If they require a note, then you usually should be able to go into Office Ally and look at that particular claim and upload your notes in there. Cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, from the billing side of things, I mean, everything's, again, 
just like the first half seems super easy, super self-explanatory. I love that there's an option to take cash pay. I love that there's an option to do super bills. I also love that there's an option to do insurance. So no matter which route you go, Calix seems to have you covered there. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Any last questions? I'll wait another maybe 30 seconds. If somebody's still typing. Um, are there any other features of Calix that you didn't go over? Maybe just to maybe mention them. I know we don't have to do a whole demo on it right now, yeah. um, but are there any other cool features that Calix has? Um, a couple of updates ago, we um, launched the report section. A lot of people wanted to see how product the, the productivity of their um, uh, their practice, especially if they have a lot of clinicians, or even just if you're a solo practitioner, you can just run by you know by different time frames, and then you can see how many clients actually scheduled around that time, how many actually came, confirmed, canceled, not didn't show up. If you have a lot of no shows, then you can actually run a report for no shows, and then message those people or call them and see if they can come in. Um, I like to know now that next year I can come back to November and be like, oh, you know what? I wonder if my last November was really slow. So then I can start following, you know, seeing the trends on my uh, on my practice. So this is a very cool feature that a lot of people ask for. The other one that we released recently as well was the Google Calendar Sync. So now you can um, feed your appointments from Calix into your personal calendar. And whatever you put in your personal calendar comes into Calix and blocks it. So now I don't have to be modifying both of my calendars separately which was really difficult when I when they didn't have this feature. I was like managing three different calendars, trying to keep everything in one place. Because, you know, if I put something, if I just decided to go to the dentist tomorrow, if I don't remember to go block that in Calix, somebody's going to book that appointment because I have all my appointments get booked online. Now, whenever I put that in my personal calendar, it immediately blocks that time in Calix. So that's really neat. And I absolutely love this feature. Um, another one that we have as well is task. You can create tasks for your staff or for yourself. Um, let's say that you need to send them, you know, I don't know, you need to remind them of something that you can create a task for yourself. And then when you go to um, the task for the day, it will show any type of task that's either overdue for that day or, you know, maybe you forgot to collect the, the, um, the copay from the last appointment and they're coming back. So now I'll have an alert in the calendar as well and here that I need to collect that one. So you can create different tasks regarding um, things you need to remember for yourself with the client. Or if you have staff like administrative staff and you want to create tasks for them, you can do that as well. Now, these are not tasks for the patients. <laughs> I had a, um, a dietitian that kept saying, my clients are not doing what I tell them to do. I create a task and they never complete it. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, this is just internal. They're internal tasks. They're not for your client. It'd be nice if I can send them tasks, but that's, <laughs> not, how it's, that's not how it works. Because um, remember, it's not a portal, so I can't just like send them a task for them to complete. That's so uh, funny. <laughs> I love those updates, though. That's awesome. Yeah, these ones are pretty neat. And they've come in the last maybe um, three months. And talking about updates, a lot of people don't like that there's updates. But listen, would you want a an EMR system that grows with you or that stays in the past? 
you know, every time there's an update, there's always going to be issues in any type of software because that's just how electronics work, right? Um, so they push something new and all of a sudden a code breaks somewhere else in the background. Um, I don't know how to fix them because I do not know how to code. I'm just the dietitian here, but I can tell you that there's always going to be an issue and you just need to be patient because within a day or two, maybe three days at the most, they get fixed. Um, but then now you have a much better program that runs better, faster, that does more things for you. Um, and yeah, you know, change is always annoying because nobody wants to change after they finally learn it. They don't want to learn something new. We try not to change things too much, but sometimes, you know, maybe the, the, the look of it looks a little different. It's just how the coding goes and how it makes it look. I don't really know exactly how that works, but that's what they tell me. Um, and I really like that we do updates based on our users' uh, feedback and not trying to match any other EMR. So if people are asking for the same feature and everybody's voting for it and asking for it consistently, you best believe that for the next update or two, we're going to get it, which is really nice. Love that. Yeah, it sounds like you guys really listen to your customers and take into yep. account their feedback and, you know, make changes where changes are necessary. So that that's awesome. Absolutely. So um, it's, it's evolved a great deal since um, people started using it. Uh, yeah. And you can actually use this little chat button. So I'm going to go back to the calendar. It is in all of your pages. And you can send us in, um, messages immediately. And it will tell you how long it's taking for us to reply. It's usually going to be less than two hours and you will always speak to a human. Uh, now, it might respond to you saying, oh, in case you want to know, um, in case you're waiting, you know, while you're waiting to talk to the, to the team, maybe check out these articles. They may relate to what you're looking for. Um, but if it didn't help, then we are going to re respond to you eventually. Uh, we also, you can also book more training and training. A lot of people get this, just sign up and never come to a class with me. And I can tell you that I will save you so much time if you did all the setups with me versus trying to read all the articles and understand how to do everything. It'll take you between three to four hours to set it up versus maybe an hour and a half with me. So if you're one of those that's still working a full-time job and you don't really have a lot of time to be messing with this, just get just get on my calendar because I'll help you set it all up. And now I work evenings, so I'm here usually until 7 or 7.30 Eastern time. So it is very likely that I'll have an appointment where you can actually make it work with your um, with your schedule. And if there's nothing available, we'll try to find a time to help you. Um, and here's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, here's where you can request and vote um, for new features. And then you can see here if there's anything going uh, wrong with the system. Nice, nice. Love yes. that. Uh, we also have a question. Jennifer asks, what is under the messaging link at the top? You mean over here? Yes. So here is your inbox you can see all of your messages that come in and leave your calyx. You'll get your faxes, your texts, and your emails all in here in your inbox. And you can filter it if you only want to see um, your faxes, then you can just change it to the method or the message type. So you can do different filtering um, here as well. And then the other section is just the settings, how to set up all of your um, messaging from here. 
Perfect. Yep. Another report that we didn't talk about is the billing report. You can actually click on bills and you can create all kinds of reports to see how you are producing or not producing or maybe how much money is still out in the street that you need to collect. Um, and then you can do all kinds of analysis. You can also export them into spreadsheets so that you can do even more um, deeper analysis of all of the reports that you get in Calyx. Love it. Love it. No, it looks awesome. Um, so far, no other questions have popped up, um, but I did drop a link in the Facebook chat to check out Calyx. If anyone wants more information, I dropped that link down below. Um, again, this free, this replay will be available inside this Facebook group. So if you guys hopped on halfway and wanted to catch the beginning of it or vice versa, this replay will always be in here. And of course, we have Marielle inside of our Facebook group. So if you guys have any questions related to Calyx, just go ahead and tag her. She'd be more than happy to answer uh, any questions that you guys have. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Marielle, thank you so, so much for taking uh, the time to be with us tonight and share Calyx and do an awesome demo talking about all of its features. We got Jennifer saying thanks, but this was super informative. Oh, thank um, you, so, Jennifer. I'm glad yeah. we helped. <laughs> awesome. So thank you, Marielle. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I know your time is super valuable and I know that you're here to learn how to grow a successful practice. So I have something special just for you. If you're a health expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, you're going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, we want you to win. So we've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of The Practice Revolution. These resources are worth $7,000, so stick with me here. If you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you're going to want to send us a private message on Instagram at The Practice Revolution. And simply let us know that you listen to our podcast and we'll personally hand over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is available only for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a practice that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, go ahead, send us a private message on Instagram at the practice revolution right now so you can win big in your practice and in your life. See you soon.